good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Well, we've come to another podcast. Glad you're here. Glad you're along for the ride today. And we're going to be taking the opportunity to look at another hymn history. I love these hymn histories. It's remarkable to me that a lot of the podcasts that I have done, some of the most popular ones, have actually been about uh, hymn stories of the uh, uh, that have been written down through the ages of Christianity, how they have been such a blessing to many saints of God as we've uh, experienced life and been able to see God's hand and how the the hymns really accompany us through in our devotional time with the Lord. How many times have you been in the course of a day humming a tune that you may have heard on the Lord's Day or even been meditating on, and it just ministered grace to your soul. And I know that some hymns that are written that we sing today are a little bit sentimental and sappy at times, but yet it's those very ones that often find a a real resting place in our own hearts because they meant so much to us personally as we experience life. And our hymn for today is not unlike that. Uh, The hymn that you noticed in the title uh, is a hymn that has been with us so long now that it has just been such a help to many people in times of discouragement. You may not have recognized it by the title of the podcast, but it is the hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. I'm sure you're familiar with this hymn or at least have heard some rendition of it in the course of uh, your life. But uh, this is a song and that, that the story behind it really does uh, help us to understand better what the author was writing. Well, uh, someone said one time, quote, that looks like a sober man. I think I'll hire him to cut wood for me, unquote. Uh, That was said of a man on the streets of Lake Rice, Canada, a city in Canada. And and he was walking along carrying a uh, a wood saw and a sawhorse. Now, there was a man standing nearby who actually said, quote, Well, that's Joseph Scriven. He wouldn't cut wood for you because you can afford to hire him. He only cuts wood for those who don't have enough uh, money enough to pay, unquote. And that seemed to be the real spirit and attitude of Joseph Scriven, who is the author of What a Friend We Have in Jesus. He was literally a devoted member of the Plymouth Brethren Church, and he had such a huge desire to help those who were truly destitute and and poverty-stricken and was known for that. He was born in 1819 in Ireland. Uh, His parents had... Uh, some financial means and set him up with a great education. They sent him away to Trinity College in Dublin where he graduated with a bachelor's degree. And in this young man, uh, Ireland had the prospect of somebody who was really going to be a great citizen. He had noble aspirations. He had a philanthropic nature about himself and he just seemed to be going places. And he, he fell in love in the course of his life with a young lady who was really eager to spend her life with him. However, unfortunately, on the day before their wedding, she fell from her horse while crossing a, over, uh, a bridge over the river ban and she was drowned in the water below. The day before they were married, and Joseph stood helplessly watching from the other side. Well, in an effort to overcome his sorrow, because he's obviously very broken-hearted, he began to wander 
Um, and by age 25, his travels had taken him all the way from Ireland to Port Hope, Canada. And he became highly regarded by the people that were in that area. He, he, he tutored children in their schoolwork. He, he, in the course of doing all of that, met another wonderful young lady, Eliza Roche. And again, he fell in love. And they had exciting plans to be married. However, tragedy once again reared its ugly head, and she died of pneumonia shortly before they were supposed to be married. You sense that the guy is really going to be broken here in sorrow. Well, he labored in that town in Port Hope, Canada, and he would help the widows and the sick people. He would really give of himself unselfishly. He, he, he often served for no wages and, and even shared his clothes with those who didn't have much. On one occasion when Joseph Scriven became sick, a, a friend who was visiting with him discovered a poem near his bed and, and asked who had written it. And Scriven said, quote, the Lord and I did it between us. And he thought about that poem and he thought that the poem would maybe bring some spiritual comfort to his mom. His mom still lived in Ireland and Scriven uh, didn't really intend for anyone else to see it. Uh, and in 1886, um, uh, 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 Joseph Scriven's body was pulled from a body of water near uh, on in Ontario, uh, and two monuments have been erected in his honor, and each one of them has the first stanza of his poem written on it. Charles Converse, an attorney and composer, wrote the music uh, that it's set to today. You remember the words. <clears throat> What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Well, Romans chapter 15 verse 1 says, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. That was Joseph Scriven. And God greatly used that man to write a hymn that's been a blessing to so many people even today. Why don't you hum it to yourself today? Sing it. Remember the words. Look them up. Sing them. And uh, worship the Lord through that poetry. God bless you. Walk with Christ. Thank you.